0: Hello, welcome to Dictatorum, episode 1.0, an introduction. My name's Michael Stewart, in this podcast we'll take a look at some of the world's most notorious dictators. We'll also look at some dictators whose names you might know, but whom you aren't really familiar with. Whether they be mass murderers, and most are, cruel torturers, or those who just lost power, as quickly and brutally as they gained it, we're going to examine all kinds. I started this project because of an idea that I've been playing with for a couple years now. You see, I don't know that much about dictators. Sure, I've heard names like Stalin, Mao, Hitler, and Pol Pot. I know some about Joseph Stalin, and I think that knowledge about Hitler is pretty widespread. But how much do I really know about any other dictator? The answer is next to nothing. At most, maybe, oh, they were bad. They probably killed a lot of people, maybe tortured some people. Needless to say, it's a rather uninformed view, which I personally would like to correct. And the only way to correct this narrow viewpoint is to get to reading. So I wanted to study some of history's baddies. I've been an avid consumer of history podcasting since about 2010, so why not turn some of my own reading into something that other people might enjoy as well? A quick search on iTunes when I first started this project didn't bring back any returns. Well, why not give it a go? According to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, the word dictator is defined as A. A person granted absolute emergency power, especially one appointed to the Senate of ancient Rome, and we'll explore this definition more in just a minute, B, one holding complete autocratic control, a person with unlimited governmental power, or C, one ruling in an absolute and often oppressive way, such as fascist dictators. The origin of the word dictator is Latin, meaning one who gives orders. According to Roman historian Livy, the first dictator was a Roman consul named Titus Lardius in 501 B.C., because Rome had a political system where two men were named consul and given equal executive authority, sometimes their objectives and ambitions were at odds with each other. The creation of the post of dictator, wherein one of the consuls was given ultimate executive power, was originally intended to be used only in emergency situations and for a limited amount of time. Titus Larcius was granted this power to wage war against Rome's ancient enemy the Sabines, for example. Luckily for all parties involved, although war was declared... No battles were fought, and Lartius vacated the post of dictator before his term limits were up. This set an important precedent for later Roman dictators. Perhaps the most famous dictator in the Roman Republic, until we get to Caesar, was Cincinnatus. Although he lived in self-imposed exile from Rome, for opposition to rights for the Plebeians, Rome's non-noble citizens, when Rome came into crisis in 458, Cincinnatus was given the dictatorship to try and save a Roman army from sure defeat. Famously, he was found working on a small farm when he was informed of the employment. After defeating the enemy and saving the Roman army, Cincinnatus returned to Rome in triumph, and then he retired back to his farm, thus cementing his legacy as the ultimate example of civic virtue. The story is likely some kind of truth cobbled together by a whole lot of exaggeration, but this is a story that's popular in Rome when the next famous dictator arrived, Julius Caesar. Caesar took control of the Roman Republic and had himself declared dictator for life, before being murdered by the senate in 44 BC. The title of dictator was used from time to time during the imperial period, and then intermittently thereafter. As time progressed, the term's meaning gradually morphed into our second and third definitions from Merriam-Webster's, a person holding unlimited autocratic power who is oppressive in nature. This is especially evident from the 20th and 21st centuries. From Lenin and Stalin in Russia, to Cuba's Castro, to potentates of poor countries in Africa, you find dictators in just about every corner of the world at some time or another. We still see some, like North Korea's Kim Jong-un, Belarus's Alexander Lukashenko, or Nicolas Maduro from Venezuela. While these dictators deserve study in their own right, Dictatorium is going to focus on past dictators, not those currently in power. More on that in just a second. A note about my plans for the show Hitler. He's the 20th century's most notorious bad guy. He was responsible for the deaths of millions and the devastation that can still be seen to this day. That being said, he's probably also the most studied man of the 20th century, and definitely the most studied dictator. Turn on any history channel, and you're bound to see a documentary on him. The man, although a fascinating specimen, is in my opinion, too well covered. There's nothing I'll be able to bring to light that you probably don't already know, Because of this, I don't plan to do a series on Hitler. If you'd like to learn more about a failed artist from Austria who would rule most of Europe for a time, see it all crumble before him, and then ultimately take his own life, please take a look at Google, do a YouTube search, or go to your local library. I hope you understand that my aim here is to talk about lesser-known bad guys and not to rehash what most people learn in high school about the world's most famous horrible person. Also, at this time, I don't have any plans to cover any dictator who's currently sitting in power. There's a few reasons for this, uh, such as it's more difficult to get a good look at events as they're happening versus looking at events that have already taken place. Accuracy is, of course, important to me, and deciphering the truth of events happening at this moment is just going to be too difficult. Plus, I want to keep controversy to a minimum, and it's going to be difficult to do that when you're talking about someone's favorite leader who's still doing their thing. As horrible as many modern-day dictators are, they still have some support in their country. I'm not trying to put large segments of these societies at odds. Thirdly, as we've seen with the execution of Kim Jong-un's brother in Malaysia, or the mysterious death of Russians in the UK, these dictators can reach out and do horrible things to people. Now, while I have no illusions that I or this podcast is important enough to warrant some kind of hit squad, Less intrusive and yet still devastating methods to hurt people are out there. Think identity theft, computer hacking, harassment, the like. It's just not something I'm interested in bringing upon myself. Call me skittish if you will, just not going to do it. That being said, we're going to cover some people who have been in power until just recently. They likely still have supporters who would like to see them back in power, but the dictators I've chosen to cover are all dead at this point, or in prison, so at least that can't happen. Next time, we start a series on our first dictator, a mad dog who held control of his country for decades, who expelled Western powers, created nationwide committees to handle any and all government business, who clandestinely supported just about any revolutionary cause which was antagonistic to the West, and who underwent a crippling sanctions regime. Unfortunately for him, his country rose up in revolt during the Arab Spring. He and his regime were dead nine months later. Join me for the life and times of Muammar Gaddafi.